0: Today's da finishes the discussion of Shinoi shame. We discuss a Shinoi, a hoise libriosa, it has to be an irretractable Shinoi to be coined. We discuss digging a pipe in a mikveh, when that would make the Mayim, Mayim Shovim. We discuss the Makairis, the Makar that a Shinoi is coined, the Makar that a Shinoi is not coined, the Makar that Yush is not coined, and then finally, the Makar that Dalad Behe is only a knas on someone who does Mechira on a Sharon Seh. We begin our uh, middle of a discussion. Rabbi Yosef was defending his Shita that Yush is never coined. It. And he was explaining that when someone steals a hide and he cuts it up, it wasn't the maisa that was... or the machova. It was the shinoi shame. By cutting it up, he turns it from a hide into a rug. That change in title is what makes this gun kind of it. The Kamara asks, hold on, but when it comes to a board, there's a shinoi in the board. Originally, it was a... Just a beam, it was a board. And now, if a guy builds it into his roof, now it's called a roof. Why wouldn't that be a Kenyan? We know that it's not. Because the mission tells us that if they, the Gizbar... Oh, different price. if someone steals a board and you build it into his roof, so he has to pay back not the actual beam, but only value of the beam because of a special takonas hash of him. You don't want people to have to tear down their homes but without the, that ta'konos ha'sha of him, this b'raisa is telling us he would have to actually pay back the beam. Turning it into a roof doesn't change the shame. Reb Yisif says, beams are different. You can't bring a raya everywhere else by a hide turning into a rug. That would be a shinoi shame. But a beam remains a beam. The Brysa brings psukim to prove this. In Yecheskel it says, t'soloiz habayis. It says oivim. These are referring to beams. The beams, even though they're built into the house. They're still called beams. Now, if tells us an interesting halacha about a shinoi being chuzer, he says it's only considered a shinoi if you change it in a way that is irreversible. It's not chuzer libriyasei. Gemara challenges him, though, you're telling me that a Shino Hashem, which is irreversible, now has a new title. When it comes to mikvahs, the water can't be Mayim She'uvim. So if you're running through a pipe that's drawn, a man-made pipe, that water is going to be Mayim She'uvim and apostles the mikvah. But we learned that if someone takes a beam, right, and he s- drills out the inside to make it into a pipe, and then he puts it into the mikvah, he makes it a cleave first, then he adds it to the mikvah, that's going to pass on the mikvah. However, if he puts in the beam first and then he scratches out the piping, that's not going to pass on the mikvah because that's like he's digging in the ground. But hold on a second. The damage, the change that he's making in this beam, turning it into a pipe, that's irreversible. That should be a shino shame. It should pass on the mikvah even when it's built into the ground. Gamar answers, ain't you're right. But, when it comes to Mayim Shuvim, since that's only Midirah Bonon, Gimalug of Mayim She'uvim is Paso mikva. there we allow it when he puts it in the ground first. Ah, if that's true, then it, then even before he puts it in the ground, it should be kosher. The Gebar says we can't go that far because he gives it the status of a kli'i when he makes it into a pipe before attaching it. But once it's attached, now when he's drilling into it, that never gets the status of a Kli. So we could ignore the Mayim Sho'ufim Der The Gemara asks We learned that a gan of a Goslin, someone who forces someone to give him money, when they're makdish something, it's a good hektish, they're trumas truma, and their miser is miser. But hold on a second. The guy who he steals it from who we got the money from was Miyayish. If you, you see that Yish is Koine, because otherwise he wouldn't have it, it wouldn't be his to be taken off the hekdesh, the chum of the, the maishos. It's not his elamai. The Yish does give him a, a a Kenyan. It is now the Goslins. This is a kashan ibeisiv that says that Yush is never a Kenyan. Even Abonot, the Gemara answers. You're right, Yish wouldn't be enough. Over here there was a Shinoi Hashem. Because originally this stuff was Tevel. And this guy now made it into Truma, or it was chulin, and now he made it Hektish. It's a shinoi shame that gave him that Kenyan, not the Yiyush. Next to and says, What is the Makar that a Shinoi is a Kenyan? The Gemara brings from uh Postuk, Vahesha Vesakzela. That should be enough. You have to return what you stole. What, why does the turn need to add Asher Gozol, the thing that you stole? telling us that if you have the thing which you stole, that you return. If not, if you changed it, then you have to pay back the money because that thing is now yours. The Gemara says, no, hold on, Asher Gazal will use for something else. We use this to tell me that if someone steals from his father, that he doesn't have to pay a Choymish. The Gemara says, you're right, we do use Asher Gazal for the Choymish on a father, but the Torah could have just said, hey, the extra Asher Gazal." tells me beyond the heter of Chomish uh, when someone tells me his father, it also tells me that a Shinoi would be Koine. Some say that if Chistom Reb Yonis, is bring a Raya, that a Shinoi is not Koine from a Hishavah, it's Aqzela. Which tells me you, have to, you always have to return Aqzela. Ah, uh, asher Gozal sounds like it has to be the exact thing that you stole. If you change it, you don't have to. No, Asher Gazal uses for the Choymish on his father. And your potter for stealing from your father in, to pay that Choymish. Now, Ulo asks where the Makar for Yush not being a Kenyan, like a B'Yosef. That's the general consensus. He brings the potter. You bring the. Guzzle the thing you stole, which is similar to a pesach. In what regard? Just like a pesach has no takona at all, So to the guzzle has no takona at all. Meaning, doesn't matter before or after Yush. Robert brings a different card from the pasuk of karbonay, which tells me you have to bring your carbon. You can't bring a stolen carbon. What's the havmina that you could bring someone else's animal as your Karabhan? Well, the Havimina would be that the guy was Miyayish, Kamash Malo, and that the Yish doesn't give you a Kenyan. Aye, Reva was the one that learned up the whole case, was where, that he stole his friend's carbon after the, his friend was ready. machdash. nothing to do with Yish. Either the Kamara says he had to have backed down from that swara, or Ripapa taught one of these, not Reva. Now the Gemara says, how do we know that Shor and Sa are the only things that you could pay Dalbahe if you shech to sell it after stealing it? Maybe other animals as well. The Gemara says, why don't we learn from Shor, Shor from Shabbos? We already have a heckish going on over there. Maybe we should include this in the Leamwood. Over there is, is a Chay and Oif. And anything like that, so to here it be a Chay and Oif. And anything like that, not just a Shor and a se, the Gemara says, no 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 no. There is no extra Lashon in the posok to be able to learn something extra. We have a Sharan and a seh in the raising a sharan sand the safer. You're gonna leave out the shar and say in the safer. And the Torah should just say, if that's all that it said, I would have thought you have to pay. Four plus five. You'd have to pay nine for every shor and set. If you're going to say that there's an extra tachtov, you could learn it out from there. No, we need both tachdovs because that's a different drush of The price that says that. I would think if I steal a shor, I have to return any shor, even if it's a much weaker one. No, no, tachtov says it has to be under it, just like the one that you stole. So you're going to leave out the the shor and set of the risha. Neither of these are extra. If we left out the ratio, the Torah would, would have said, But then I would have thought that you have to actually steal both the shar and the se. You have to actually shacht both of them, not just the shar or the se. The Gemara says, no, 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 it says, and you did it. It says, that you stole it. It doesn't mean both. No, but maybe that, that lush, if I left out the first show and say, I would still think that you stole two, shechted one and sold the other. You're right. I only did one shechting and one, st- and one selling. But maybe yeah, I'm only going 4 and $5 dollar of a hay if I did both. No, that's what the puzzle has. An extra oi, mochere. You either shechted or you sold, not both. So, so far, it sounds like the, the first show and are extra. But the Gemara says, no, 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 no. If I left out the first Shor and Seh, and only had the second one at the end of the Pasuk, I would still think that you have to steal both, a Shor and a Seh, Shacht one, and then not sell the other one, or sell one and hold on to the other one. This is good. It fits into all the words if I had left out the Shar and the Seh. So the Shar and the Seh and the Risha aren't extra. How do I know that Shar and Seh are the only things that pay dollars? Hey, I can't learn it out from here. El-Mai the Gemara says we're gonna to have to pick and choose. We're gonna learn from the extra shor in the sefer, an extra set of the reisha. Those are taka extra because the apostle could have said left out the extra so in the reisha, the extra shor in the sefer. Those are coming for a to tell me that shor and sar are the only ones that tov Mocher, dalav apply to all other animals. Only pay max out. k okay, Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.